over talking to the homeless guy, and he's I hear him say how hungry he is, and the next thing you know. What happens next? Come on. Pulled out some edibles? No, sorry, that's incorrect. Weed, LSD. Also not it. Mushrooms. Ah, there's the right answer. All right, you all know the game. Top 10 answers up on the board. What gratuity was left for the hotel staff? Like money dollars or? Nable, I think. That's it. Cocaine. Cocaine was the number one answer. I'm a goddamn delight. Whoopsie doodle. Welcome back to another episode of Pessimism and... Pop-Tarts. God, that enthusiasm is just brimming from you, Pan Pan. Keep up the great work. We are so proud to have us back again and in your lives. I know you're ecstatic, and why the fuck wouldn't you be? With that being said, today we're trying something new. We have guests. These are people that pretend out loud to other humans that they know us. And I say guests, plural, because we're going from two people today to four people. So... Again, you have myself, Ryan, my lovely and second in line co-host, Sandra. And today we're also joined by my dear friend, Jenny. Say hello, Jenny. Hi. And my wonderful son, Josh, from the cute in the crib, homely at the table, infamy, Joshua. Say hello. Hi. Yeah. Was that insulting? I'm glad. So... (laughs) Okay, I should be nice to you. Just so everyone's aware, I am not a bad parent. Awkward silence. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it could have been worse. It set the bar so high. Um, and if you, I guess if you have listened to this podcast, son, you would know that, yes, you are right. It could, in fact, have been worse. The reason we have such wonderful guests today is because one of our most popular episodes was the recounting of my experience at Harpo's on Devil's Night in Detroit, seeing Guar and the Misfits. Now, editor's note, I want to lay out there by some of the folks who have been there asked a very interesting question. Hey, Ryan, why didn't you talk about this or that event? And the reason is, is actually some of the things were mentioned in the episode, but were edited out in post because frankly, it's insane. I, if, if I would have <laughs> left that stuff in there, none of y'all would believe me. So, uh, and also Jen reminded me of some of the stuff, uh, that was in, that happened that I had completely forgot about. Because again, if you've listened to that episode, you know, I was in no condition to be recounting events. Uh, Jenny, on the other hand, was perfectly sober. The entire time, like straight up, uh, not joking. She was actually sober the entire time, uh, trip sitting us idiots. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was the babysitter. Uh huh. We're just gonna call it at that. As calls it as he sees them. I was babysitting a lot of um, oh people. Yeah, we were we were in a special condition. Um, they were commonly a- referred to as fucked up. So. <laughs> Sandra, oh, foobar, that's... That's better, term. I mean, it took me 20 years to remember what happened, uh, the piece (laughs) mail I got, so... Uh, Again, Sandra is uh, going to enjoy the ride and the stories and interject with her follow-up questions, and uh, Joshua is going to hear some stories that he didn't know existed and really think that I had a messed up life even further than what he already believes because he's about to learn some new stuff, and I wanted to capture that live. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're welcome. Thank God have mercy on my soul. Uh, um, you should be mostly okay. Yeah. It's a definite maybe. Maybe. To set that scene again, um, this was in, I remember, 98, 99, something like that. I th- want to say it was the end in 98. Okay. Because in 2000, Ash was born. It was about two years before Ash was yeah. born. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, it was just prior to Devil's Night. So that's all right. So I forgot to explain that in the previous episode. So Devil's Night is a local holiday in Michigan. Uh, Detroit used to have a tradition on the night before Halloween of lighting shit on fire. For those of you who are not 90s babies, if you want to learn more, please see the movie. The Crow, starring Brandon Lee. 
This is true. And you can learn all you need to know about that. That's all you need to know. An art piece. It really is. It is is an art piece. Uh, Just that there's a lot of things that stand out from that movie, but for this purpose. And now you know what they have? Devil's Night greeting cards. Ah, said the bad guy. So... (laughs) Yeah, that's one of the things I guess the, the 90s brought forward is the, the bad guy, or the good guy is really sort of a bad guy in and of himself because he did kill a lot of people. But they were also bad, so you still got to cheer for them. It's the anti-hero. Correct. Yes. May his memory be eternal. Yes, yes. absolutely. Thank you, Brandon Lee, for that lovely, lovely uh, movie you were in. That was the last movie he was in. It was definitely the last movie he was in as he was killed on site. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't even think they got to finish it. He did not. He did not. They used his stunt double for uh, the last couple scenes. Yep. Uh, Yeah. So that's, uh, oops. So Spoiler uh, alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, I mean, he doesn't, he does die in the movie. I mean, that's how it starts. I mean, he's. Was killed. Anyway, that's not why the fuck we're here. Although I could do an episode just on The Crow because that is like my favorite movie. It's like that in Natural Born Killers because I'm a classy motherfucker. So yeah, both of those movies were on a lot on our VCR when I'm like fear and loathing in Las Vegas, seven and eight years old. I'm like I'm like raised on these really really bizarre films that I probably shouldn't be watching, but I'm like this is fascinating. I mean the the art of how those movies were done, the film work, everything was just so well done. The the set work for The Crow is outstanding. Slash, they were like, all right, guys, we have 20 bucks and we need to make a movie. Fucking go to Detroit. (laughs) We don't need to destroy anything. Just record there. Yeah, there were so many (laughs) vacant buildings in Detroit. The ones that got missed on Devil's Night. Uh, Spoiler alert for those of you guys who didn't know what Devil's Night is. I I don't know if they got missed on that Devil's Night. Oh, I do. It was pretty lit up that night. Oh, it, it was uh, a. Yeah. I don't know if they knew, but they did stare at this night sky for quite some time I thought after was the fireworks. concert, and we were like, "Ooh, <laughs> oh yeah." So again, the 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 show here, Devil's Night on Devil's Night in Detroit at Harpo, seeing Guar and the Misfits. It was an outstanding thing, and um, if I recall correctly from how I described it, uh, Jenny came up to me and says, "Hey." you want to go to a concert, which I always want to go to a concert. And she's like, we could see Guar. And I'm like, okay. And like, I think I described it then like a bad infomercial. She comes back. She's like, but wait, there's more. <laughs> the Misfits, whom I love. So I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not fucking missing this shit. Going to see Guar and the Misfits on devil's night in Detroit. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. And we were well supplied for that mission, I might add. Um, we even remembered to put gas in the car. Uh, no, I remembered to put gas in the car. <laughs> I said we. <laughs> there was no we. They, you guys were all like in your pockets. Okay, I got this drug and that <laughs> drug. And where, where's the mushrooms, people? What do we do with them? Yeah, you can't candy flip without mushrooms. And it's only LSD, you know, and you got you got a candy flip. So uh, yeah, you were guys were candy flipping all right. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I held off on the mushrooms until we got in line. I know, but you know, because I was trying to be responsible, I wanted to make sure because I was only smoking weed, dropping acid, and eating pills. Um, on the way there. On the way there, yeah, because right. I wanted to be responsible, and I don't look at me like that, Sandra. I'm not looking at you any sort of way. Well, at least so, you weren't driving. I am enthralled in this storytelling. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't, I wasn't, oh, you looked up Devil's Night on Wikipedia? It's no more. I, of course it's no more. That's yeah, why. Yeah, they don't want people burning buildings down. But there's so many still. Yeah, that's they because they stopped stop the, burning. They stopped burning. They stopped the burning. It's, it's like what happens when you fight forest fires by, <laughs> by, you know, killing them all instead of letting them, you know, have small ones every year to get rid of the undergrowth, you know. Now they just have bigger ones, and there's climate change. But anyway, back to the reason why Canada is on fire. But anyway, but I, I mean, like I picked up that story while we were in line. Okay, I skipped the trip there, and I use the word "trip" in air quotes because some of us were tripping. Uh, some of us were taking LSD. The driver was not. The driver, the driver was driver, being very responsible. For the audience at home. 
Jen just shared the most exhausted mother look with me. <laughs> I was. She was over it before it started. I was. I was so over it. Like, I don't want to do this. I turned this watch. fucking car around. I, I swear to God. I gotta watch my children. There's so many of them. <laughs> And there was another person that was with us that was being responsible-ish. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to reveal the name of this person, but she was being very responsible, too. Ish, yes. Ish. I will agree. Um, and so also, I, I picked up in line and told the parts of that night the way I did to leave out as many people as possible because I don't necessarily have their permission to use their name, even though, again, these are factual events. Like I just said, my son, who's now an adult is sitting at the table, my youngest. So, um, people have like responsible jobs and families and they have lied about who they were when they were younger. And I don't want to wreck that for them. So, um, I mean, I have a grown up job, but my kids are grown. So fuck it. Let's make content. So on the way there, Jen, is there anything that you would like to discuss from the beginning, from the time we, we left Nuevo <laughs> County to entering Wayne County? Because uh, there's that you want to cover. You know, it, it's it's been a long time since I thought about the actual drive there because, you know, though it was eventful, I was more worried about getting pulled over on the way there than I was paying attention That's to weird. any of your crap that was going on. Because there was like a full buffet of yeah. drugs available yeah. in the car. Exactly. I was just like, I got I got to just pay attention to what is going on. And I've got somebody hanging out the window going, ooh, <laughs> my face is melting off from the wind. This is fun. And then pulling their face back in and going, oh, it's still there. For the record, that was not me. Don't look at me like that. That was not me. I can handle my LSD. <laughs> what, Josh? What? Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. So anyway, LSD. Yeah. Are you familiar with this drug? Do you understand what it does to people? Yeah. And granted, this was liquid LSD, so they were putting it in their eyeballs, so it was even worse. Yeah, this isn't like... They were dropping This isn't like eyes. gel tabs, like, you know, yeah, little babies take. Some really good... You know, so they were like instantly, I've got saucer eyes looking at me everywhere. And I'm just like, children, why couldn't you wait until we at least got to the hotel room? <laughs> and then that was fun trying to check in because, you know, none of them wanted to go up to the counter and check in. And somebody had to use the ID in the card to get the damn room. Yeah, nobody wanted their name on the uh, room of extracurricular activities. Well, there was huh, only weird. two people in the car at the time that could actually, yeah. because you had to be 21 I was to a get minor, the room. Minor at the time. Oh. I wasn't old enough. I was 17? Yeah, 17. You were 17. Mm-hmm. I was 19. So I had to convince one of these to be okay. So that would be either BK or age. Right. Yeah. I convinced age. Uh, that's a good call. Yeah, I didn't trust BK. No. Plus, he didn't have a license. Or, <laughs> he didn't have a valid license. He didn't have a valid license anyway. He yeah. might have. I don't know. I didn't ask. I just assumed. I'm quite confident he didn't have a <laughs> I just assumed. License. It's one of those things you just assume. Mm-hmm. He didn't bring ID with him just in case. Yeah, we can lie about who he is. Right. Nobody knows him over there. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> What's your name? Mark? Smith. <laughs> Maybe. It's your birthday. Today. Uh, <laughs> October 30th, 1999. Sir, are you just looking at the calendar? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> well, I wanted to look away from you because you're melting. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, so H checked in, which is convenient. Um, so yeah, we didn't get arrested at the counter, so that was always good. Yeah, because uh, you know that's the other <laughs> thing too is even marijuana was illegal mm-hmm. at this time, so you didn't want to walk in and and you know be under the obvious influence of illegal drugs. But I- what we didn't take into consideration um, due to being fucked up is the fact that it's a hotel in Detroit. It's yeah, like they a really didn't care at that. They really just were like, if you walked in oh, sober, crap. they'd be like, "Are you Jeffrey Dahmer's friend?" Right. So you, you know, please stay in your room. 
Yeah. Do uh, not leave. Are you Kevorkian's assistant, I guess, would be more I think they were more looking area. at me because I didn't look fucked up and everybody else was. Correct. And they're like, what's wrong with you? Is this human trafficking? What's I was going to say, are you trafficking <laughs> these children? <laughs> or am I getting trafficked? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I've been kidnapped by all these people on LSD and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> it's not true. We were not on LSD. We were also smoking a lot of weed. Yeah, up until you got into the room. Yeah, yeah they got <laughs> mad about that. So... Uh, no, that was after. That was that was after. Oh, yeah. Well, that, we'll I, get to that. I, I was gonna say. I think BK took care of that. <laughs> but uh, going to the show, I remember the gas station we passed that had clearly had been on fire. Yeah, that was fun. And <laughs> I was excited because I thought it was like somebody was getting started on the Devil's Night activities. <laughs> and Jenny pointed out, it's like, no, that one's been burnt out a long time. I think that might be last year. <laughs> And I'm like, last year. I'm like, oh, this is going to be so much fun. Oh my God. This is gonna be and I was all excited. All and I can think of is this Harpo's is a really well known. It is. Yeah. And all I could think of is God, we're in the shittiest part of Detroit. I like how you thought of. there was a good part at that time. But at I, that time there probably was, mm-hmm. I don't but, know. <laughs> but oh, by the way, by the way, uh, Harpo's may their memory be eternal. Uh, they're closed. Yeah. What? So they they went out of business during COVID. Oh. I don't believe they're going to reopen. Probably not. So that's a lot of those. A lot of those clubs and are, stuff like uh-huh. that all went out during COVID. Fucking COVID. Yeah, just because COVID started doesn't mean the owner didn't have a coke habit anymore. You know. Well, this is true. So. I mean, I don't know that to be a fact. I'm just saying COVID didn't stop people from being cokeheads. Probably created more. Oh, I definitely did. I made good money as an Uber driver. <laughs> and that's a t- side tangent, but I'll tell it right quick. I found when I lived in Chicago, I could make good money uh, if I started driving around 10 p.m. And essentially, we'd go to the south side. Chicago has very strict delivery laws. Uh, livery, not delivery. Livery laws about um, having paid for passengers where the police are not allowed to ID or search the person. They basically do not exist. So even if it's a known murderer, that's a separate warrant. Yep. So drug dealers love Uber drivers. So I would go, yeah, south side and drive around these folks and make great tips. And be like, I see nothing. You I don't see exist. A damn thing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, because that is within the statute of limitations, I just want to say I literally didn't see anything. They were just fine, outstanding citizens, as far as I was concerned, who are concerned about their safety of traversing uh, three, houses, uh, three houses down in the open without an Uber driver. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and oddly, there's not a lot of Uber drivers that want to take that uh, <clears throat> area and avoid it. But uh, anyway, they, they tip well. So um, God bless them. God bless them all. Such a fine area. Um, and, and I happen to uh, be a big fan of South Chicago. Anyway, so back to the point. After seeing that gas station, did we encounter that guy? That was before. That, that was after. That was after. That yes, was after. Yes, that okay. was after. So, that was a different gas station that was actually open because everybody needed something to drink to bring back to the hotel oh, so they right. could, um, you know, partake in some more party favors. Yes, yes, cotton chaps. So um, we stood in line, and I, I think I recounted that pretty well. I don't know if I missed anything you want to cover. Uh, okay. Standing in line, other than people smelling a hippie. I yeah, smell they hippie. they they pretty much said the same thing. You know, I smell a hippie. Yeah, I heard that a few times. It was yeah. weird. I was just like, "You smell like garbage." I yeah. rather smell the hippie than you. <laughs> but it is a Guar and Misfit show, so I understand. I prob probably patchouli was not the cologne of choice, but <laughs> I was a hippie. But you know, I was undercover. I had my Anarchy T-shirt. Right. So I thought I was good. Yeah, that's just because you were stoned. Yeah, I was really... I think if you wouldn't have partaked in the party favors prior to uh, actually going to the concert, you might have readjusted your look a little bit. So are, are you saying that uh, drug use may have uh, inhibited me from making a well-informed decision? 
Yes. Okay, that seems fair. <laughs> that actually seems fair and on brand. And, you know, at this point in time in my life, I hadn't done any drugs besides partaked in a little marijuana. When I found out I was allergic, it was like, well, there goes that. I, I guess the only thing I have to add to that is marijuana, helping people make bad decisions <laughs> since the dawn of time. Since the dawn of time. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, get inside. I remember we all went down to the pit area, which... Three you, tiers. Yeah, you walk in. I think it was three tiers. And there's the tables up top. And when then the second... Table. And the second... Yeah, the middle tier there had like pool tables and some other tables and chairs and whatnot. And then the third, the bottom tier was the pit, uh, general admission, whatever you want to call it. But it was a punk well, show, it so it was the pit. It was all general admission. You well, it's just, all general admission, just... <laughs> but yeah, it's the pit. Floods. So, or I guess if you're going to go see some, I don't know, techno idiot, it'd be for dancing, but whatever. It's for punk people to gather to go uh, mosh. Yeah, smash into each other and, you know, step on their faces and all that good stuff. Yeah, while wearing Halloween costumes because it was Devil's Night. Yeah. Before <laughs> Halloween. So. Yeah, that's when I painted H's face up like Darth Maul. Yeah. Because Darth Maul, that movie, had uh -huh. just come out back then. Red Hot. Mm. Oh, yeah, except he went blue. Oh. He did an opposite. It was blue-black instead of red and black. Yeah. It was a thing, I guess. I don't know. He's just... H, what can you say about H? Yeah, yeah. He's a whole thing. It's a whole package on that. I need to Whatever happened to his Star Wars collection? Um, well, yeah. That's a whole story all in its own. So when we moved. <laughs> I, I wonder about that once in a while. I'm like, when man, we moved, he... somebody was supposed to store it, BK, and it kind of just poof. <sighs> Did it? All gone. Oof. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he probably sold it for some drugs or something. But This just in. Joshua with a news update. Harpo's is still open. All right. All right, Josh. Nice. Thank you for that breaking news. And now back to our program. <laughs> now back to our regularly <laughs> scheduled <laughs> fuckery. <laughs> but yeah, that Star Wars collection, and we moved to Florida, and it was supposed to be stored for us and all that stuff. And because we couldn't take everything because we were yeah. just taking the two vehicles. So we mm -hmm. packed whatever we could in those two vehicles and it was just done. You know, the two kids and whatever else and off we went. And I asked about it one time. And she's like, I don't know. I went to get it and it wasn't there. And I just left it at that. And he didn't mm -hmm. murder anyone? Yeah. Okay. That ain't going to happen with BK. There's like literally nothing I'm pretty positive at this point in time in life and the things that I know that that man can't do to make the other one mad. Fair enough. No, no, absolutely. Um, so. But anyway, indeed. so we finally get in. I forgot where I was. I totally, my train totally derailed. Kind of oh, like we were talking about H's H H painted face. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So. Darth Maul, so I'd. Production though, that. we totally did not pause for a moment uh, to to adjust some things back uh, behind the scenes. Anyway, uh, yeah, so we all got ready, and and, and they got ready, and they got ready some more. And next thing I know, I, I, they're they're like clearing off the TV stand, like everything just. And I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing? Next thing I know, there's lines of coke being lined. They're like, we're getting ready for the concert. One, two, three. And these lines were like, oh, no, two, three inches long. And they're just, I'm like, oh, crap. I'm like, okay, how am I going to do this? <laughs> I finally just gave up and just was like, okay, I, I'm just going to have to try to keep on the little ones. Yep. And let the older ones, and I'll keep an eye on the younger ones and try to keep them in line. and Hurting cats. Yeah. It wasn't too bad because, you know. Over here, you got this one. I was able to keep him in check because he, he found a bunch of skinheads. So <laughs> that worked out well. I'm like, okay, I know where he is. And then I had to find the other younger one that was with us. And I'm like, no, all right, that I one's just chilling and drinking water right now and kind of like rocking back and forth. <laughs> so I think that one was kind of having a panic attack because he was looking around and like rocking back and forth in a corner for a while. I'm like, okay, I'll just. You know, I just kept swinging by and handing water. And I was like, 
at one point, I think I had like 20 bottles of water in my arms, and everybody was looking at me weird because I was just, as I went by my people, I would just <laughs> give them water because... You're handing out the juice boxes at soccer practice. Right, obviously. You gotta stay hydrated, kids. Right, obviously they had no clue to drink water. We're having too much fun. We gotta, guys, we gotta dial it back a little bit. Just a little bit. Well, I mean, I met the skinheads because I was trying to find resolution for my cotton chops. And then I couldn't remember why I walked up to the top tier and I thought, oh, it must be because I need to use the bathroom. And that's how I entered the bathroom. I was like, ah, I must but have was to pee. it you or was it one of the other ones that had gone up to the bathroom and then decided not to go in the bathroom but stand by the bathroom door and dose like everybody that came out? No comment. <laughs> um, <clears throat> that reminds me of going to see uh, the successor of Sepulterra. Uh, oh, Soulfly. I'll have to tell that story sometime. That was another adventure with H. Uh, not me. I wasn't at that you one. You were not at that one. I was you not at not. that one. No, that was. Uh... So, all right. Uh, so the opening act is done. Whoever that it was. was. Guar. No, Guar no, no, no. Before o- Guar. Oh, I don't even know. Some local band or whatever. They weren't very good. And they were not. They I were not. Know. So Guar is on stage having a great time. And this right. is when the skinhead interaction takes place. And after the skinhead interaction I'm sorry. After Guar's done, they have the Halloween costume contest that I described. Um, that wasn't really much of a con- uh, costume contest as much as it was a strip show before. Yeah, long. show me the boobs. That's when the blonde jumped up on stage and tried to the fuck the uh, bassist. The bassist, like yep. right mm-hmm. on stage. It was it was interesting. She just comes up, jumps on him, full frontal, nothing on, just mm-hmm. starts bouncing up and down on him. She went backstage. Yep, no kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, she did. Yeah. I watched him walk backstage <laughs> with her. I was like, yeah, that sounds like gang, gang rape to me right there. That's, that's what that looks like. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, I think, yeah, she might have got a little Come bit. Come on, ride that her. train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a- after Guar, what did you do? Well, during Guar, I was down in the pit mm-hmm. because, you know, H wanted, this was like the specific band he wanted to see. Correct. And of course, you know, so I'm down there. I've got this snow white hair. I had snow white hair when I was younger, you know, and never dyed it at that point in time. And, and they're spraying their stuff out into the crowd. Oh, my God. Guar is a very active show, it to w- put it mildly. Yeah, it Look was, them up on YouTube. Look up one of their live shows. And, it's something. Okay. My hair turned from blonde to hot pink in like 2.5 seconds. And I was like, and I'm drenched in this Kool-Aid type. And now they all want to stay in the pit. And I'm like, H is trying to get up to the front. And I'm like, I'm done with you. And, and then there was this big guy behind me. He was like six five. I don't even know, big. And, and nobody's letting me out. And we're almost to the front. So he literally picks me up. Because I'm trying to get out. You can see I've tried to get out. And he just starts tackling all these people <laughs> to get them out of my way so I can just get out of this pit and watch people from up here. I was like, well, that was very nice of him. Very I thought, classy. I thought that was. Well, very then I classy. asked him during the Misfits because he came up from the Misfits. I asked him because I didn't have tennis shoes. My never being to a concert before. Stupid, stupid me had like dress boots on, you know. Not, Finest dress boots. Yes, not something you really no. want to wear to a concert, by the way. It's a very it is, 90s statement. Your dress boots. Yes. Yeah, My dress very boots. 90s. <laughs> if but, you know, you know. Yeah, right. And by the way, uh, not great traction on blood and Kool-Aid. Yeah, right. No. So uh, Works good with Fago, ICP fans. He did see that I <laughs> wanted to go down and try to get to the front to watch some of the misfits. So he literally pushed people out of the way and I got all the way to the front because he just... <laughs> just it's like my personal bodyguard bulldozer <laughs> kind of thing going on. Because I remember H asking me, "Where'd you go?" I was like, "I was up there watching the Misfits." How'd you get up there? I tried. I don't know. I'm magic. <laughs> and then where'd you go after that? Well, they were all staying down there for that other band. I don't know what that yeah, other band know. was, but they were all. And I'm like, it's too hot down here. I can't. I, came up and I sat on one of the pool tables because nobody's up there. Everybody's down there. So this is tier two. 
Yeah, tier two, and I was just sitting on one of the pool tables. I checked over and looked to make sure you were still still talking with the skin. Yeah, by the way, there. so what was your thought when you see my long-haired hippie ass talking to a bunch of skinheads? I was afraid at first, but then they all started laughing, and they, I could tell that they were enjoying your company, but that at the same time didn't surprise me. You know, yeah, I was just enough. like, I really want to know what the conversation they are having, but I'm just not moving from this table. <laughs> I have done enough mama running. I thoroughly am not enjoying this concert. <laughs> at hippie all. gets hate crimed. Not my fault. Not my circus. <laughs> not my monkeys. I put my time in. So I'm just sitting there and I'm just kind of watching. I got my water. And next thing I know, this woman comes up, she sits next to me and she just starts talking to me and we just start shooting her shit. And it was probably about a half hour or so I was just talking to this woman about whatever. It didn't even matter. It was just like life and this, that, nothing really interesting. Asked me if I liked the concert. I was like, well, bar, I'm not a fan of their music, but I really did enjoy the stage show because they have an amazing stage show. I was like, and then I kept going. And then next thing I know, H comes up and he's just all dumb about it. Like, do you know who you were talking to? I was like, I didn't catch her name. I didn't ask. Do you know who you were talking to? She's like, I'm like, no, who? You were talking to some menstrual hymen. It was one of the band, one of the people in the band of Gore. I had no idea. She was already out of all her makeup and all that stuff. So I had no idea. I was like, <laughs> okay, she seemed like a pretty cool lady to me. But he was all like starstruck. It was like I've never seen anybody so tongue-tied, so starstruck in my life. And I was just like, it was just really cool. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. Apparently, the same thing happened that I missed over at the other table <laughs> to, to Rai Rai over here. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so while we're having the Oprah Winfrey moment with uh, the skinheads, while we're talking over their life trauma and, and trying to help them through that, which I don't know why I was qualified as a hippie at 17 to tell these adult skinheads how to calm down and try to coax one gently out of the closet. Um <laughs> It's like, come here. I was being gentle. Come here. It's oh my God. okay. Here, here, here's a rainbow t-shirt for you. <laughs> come on. You can do it. <laughs> All right. We're going to take baby steps. We're going to get you a vape, but it's going to be unicorn blood. Okay. Okay. They didn't have vapes then, but not the point. But uh, I was trying gently. But anyway, so while we're talking about this, we're, we're, we're smoking weed. So we're smoking this joint. And we're passing around the table. There's, I don't know, two or three joints going around this table. And there's this guy in a Halloween costume just standing there staring at us. So I didn't want to be rude. So is he staring at me? And he's not at the table because he's clearly not a hippie and he's clearly not a skinhead. So I'm like, I didn't want to be rude. So I just hand the joint up to him and dude takes it, takes a hit, hands it back. You know, and we keep going around the circle and every once in a while, just he would take a hit. And uh, it was a member of Guar. So right somewhere on. there's a member of Guar that knows all about this uh, <laughs> Oprah Winfrey moment with the skinheads. Because clearly he stopped to look because he's like, what is this deadhead, uh, Grateful Dead fan doing sitting with the skinheads? We're going to have to say there's two members of Guar because I'm pretty sure during that conversation when I looked over to make sure you were still okay. I that, have to, that it was asked by some menstrual what oh, <laughs> what was going on over there because <laughs> I kept looking. So I'm pretty sure I had a conversation. I don't know at that time. It was just like, you know, it's hard for me to remember way back then because I did a lot of drugs way after this. Correct. A couple years after this. And I we were talking about you at, at the table because I, I when I was trying to convince that skinhead to come out of the closet, I was like, look, there's somebody here for everybody. Even my friend Jenny down there, she's got, God damn, she got a hot girl right now. She's just sitting there talking to you. How the fuck do you do that? <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, see, there's somebody for everyone. You should keep that in mind. And uh, <laughs> he wasn't having, a, I, I, how did he word it? He's like, that is not something I am interested in. And the, all right, I, I don't have a camera on, just a microphone, but you, you didn't get to see the hand gestures. The hand gestures that went along with that because he, as any good queen, excellent with sign language, um, <laughs> definitely spoke with his hands. Um, so yeah, but that was a, an interesting experience. It definitely was. So that uh, was a lot of fun. So 
So was the car ride back. So yeah, we we, we the leave the concert. So as we're we're walking out, I I let you guys know what I had been up to because H was very confused. He thought I may have died. This is also when we found out that apparently two of the people that didn't ride with us but drove separately had left the concert and then couldn't get back in because there's no re-entry, but yep. their car had been broken into and their radio was stolen. Again, classy neighborhood. Yeah. And by the way, we're not like, this is 99, right? So we're not saying that like, this is a friggin' 98, whatever they were driving. Okay. Right. It was a beater by those standards. Okay. Uh-huh. Was broken into and their AC Delco radio was stolen. I don't um, even think the tape deck worked on that. No, the tape deck didn't work. And I'm Poorly sure was very most clear. people don't know what a tape is, but uh, that's a whole different thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We already, we already had to cover that in the one episode describing a direct TV. Oh yeah. Hard. <laughs> Oh yeah, and what cable used to be, right? Yeah, so that was. Uh, so <clears throat> we shouldn't go into what an actual TV antenna is and two channels. No, <laughs> no. I know what those things are. Well, that's that's because you grew up with us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you got to experience hillbilly things. So, uh, oh yeah, so we we leave so the show. They leave yep. the two that got broken into because they're like, we're just gonna chill for a while and. And what you know, was the and name of that we'll guy Corley was with? I We talked about it the other day, and I, I concluded his name was just background noise. It's I really, background noise. We decided on background noise because I have no clue either. I don't know what his name is. <clears throat> he didn't really... Talk much or nothing. He wasn't worth mentioning. He didn't <laughs> contribute to the entertainment in any way. He just got fucked up and stared. Yeah. A lot. He was an NPC. Yes, yeah. he was background a non-playing noise. character. He was background noise. <laughs> Uh, so background you know, noise, if you're listening to this, uh, we're not sorry, sorry dude, be more fucking not, entertaining. Not sorry. Bro. We're sorry. I'm not sorry. Fucking be more entertaining. <laughs> I had enough entertainment. I didn't need any more. So, well, I could have used more, uh, <coughs> clearly. So I, so we leave. Yeah, we leave and they all decide that they have the munchies now because everything in the ca- in the concert hall. Way too expensive. They wanted to spend their money on like the Man. t-shirts Man, and stuff. Mom, mom, I'm thirsty. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, you guys stay in the van. <laughs> what do you want? Because you're not, because by now it's like 1, one mm-hmm. thirty in the morning. Cops are out now. Oh, yeah, because they are. there's already fires going because they're like already looking up at the sky like... Ooh, all right. In our, all right. First of all, until you said that, and I thought about the pure logic, of course, that's what's going on in my head. I was still watching fireworks. Yeah. I, it wasn't until you said that. And I'm like, oh yeah, no shit. Those were not fireworks. Those, those were fires. Those were fires, <laughs> not fireworks. Anyway, so I go in and I got like an arm full of stuff, chips, Funyuns, you know, Sodas, 3D Doritos, and Surge. Right. <laughs> Surge, that's exactly what it was. Surge. Well, they didn't have any Jolt Cola. They oh, didn't. Shit. That was a specific request. Some Dunkaroos. I, I just wanted some Jolt Cola and Munchies. And I'm telling all these guys, stay in the vehicle. Box of Star Crunch. Right. And as I'm going in, there's a homeless guy leaning up against the wall. So you go in, and they're not letting him in. So there's this homeless guy. I'm like, okay, that's no big deal. He's just laying there. He mentioned something about being hungry, and I'm like, I'm not talking to this guy. I'm 19 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm a pretty blonde. No, no, no. I'm just going to walk in the store, get my stuff, get out. You know? So I walk in the store, I get my stuff, and I'm coming out, and next thing I know, two of the people that were supposed to be in the van are not now- Not me, not me, not me. Are now over talking to the homeless guy, and he's- I hear him say how hungry he is, and the next thing you know... Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Survey says, what happens next? Come on, Sandra? Um, Pulled out some edibles. No, no, didn't have any edibles. That's We, we had marijuana, but just not in edible form. Most people didn't do edibles back then. Correct. Uh, Gotta remember, this is like 19... Well, I mean like mushrooms. Okay, Joshua? What was... What did... <laughs> I guess what I happened with the homeless guy? I don't know. Weed, LSD, I could just... No, no, he's hungry. He's hungry. Oh. We don't have any food because clearly that's why Jetty went into the gas station. So what did... Uh, I'm not going to say H and BK's names right now. 
what did they <laughs> what give did they to the do? homeless man uh, in place of food? Well, how did they solve this man's hunger? Because you can't let people die of hunger. We're all good people. Well, ding, 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 ding. Sandra is correct. I come out, and next thing I know, they're pulling out probably an ounce of mushrooms. Oh. You should not take that many at once. And they give him the whole bag, and he starts scarfing it. I was like, get your ass in the vehicle. Get your ass in the vehicle. Get your ass in the vehicle. And I get the fuck out. Because I'm like, I'm not going to be held responsible if this guy dies. (laughs) Like, he definitely didn't die, but he definitely vomited a lot, uh, without a doubt. Yeah, because from what I was told, because, I, like I said, I didn't do anything back then. They weren't very good. They were low quality. They were. So, but still, that guy probably was like, what the? When that kicked in, and was watching the pretty lights, too. Uh-huh. Able to defend himself well in Detroit, I'm sure. Well, he was homeless, so. Yeah. And he'd be impervious to attack. <laughs> Couldn't feel any pain, I'm sure. So, uh, <clears throat> so I get us all back to the hotel, and everybody needs a shower after that concert. <laughs> so we're one by one, and I'm letting them all get done first because I know what's going to happen after they get out of the shower. They're going to start, you know, lines of coke and this, that, and the other. I order a pizza because I know they're going to get hungry again, and I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so I do that and I get in the shower and as I'm looking around and you know hotel Hold bathrooms on. they're not very big. Hold they're on. Not. One thing one thing I, I do want to say is the conversation I had with H and Jenny about the skinheads is literally the last thing I remember that evening. <laughs> I have no recollection of anything that proceeded after that. S- swear to you, I nothing. I slept in front of the door to the the hotel room you what i slept in front of the door to the hotel room so oh, you guys could call. not escape no. yeah because if i fell smart. asleep uh, I, you would have to hit me with uh-huh, the door you got it. <laughs> uh, I, all right so one of the things i know i'm famous for on hallucinogenics is nature walks yeah you wanted to go on one really bad well that you kept plastering your face to the window why won't it open that I almost say, wanted to ask you if you were licking glass, you know. I do lick windows occasionally. Yeah. Mm, this one tastes like Windex. But anyway, finally, when all of a sudden done and I actually am starting to calm down and I look into the bathroom, I'm like, oh. looks like somebody's been murdered in there. Because everything's white. Mm-hmm. And everything is now like red and all different colors from all the crap that was sprayed on us in that concert. I was like... Oh, they're not going to like us so much. It was bad enough. They swiped everything off the, the end tables. and I, That room was trash. They, they were tossing the mattresses around because it's like, okay, we got all these people, but we only got two beds, two small twin beds. We're not all. And, and well, if you take the mattress off and throw it over here, then, then another person could just lay on the box spring. And I'm just like, I don't care what you do. You guys just settle down. You're being so loud got people licking the glass over here people <laughs> snorting stuff over here and i was like i grabbed the pill i grabbed the blanket and that was it i laid in front of that door i hurt so bad the next morning but they were happy and safe and nobody died <laughs> <laughs> good job mom i was even a mom back then before i was a uh-huh. mom. well i mean i can't always be a grown-up when so. have you been a grown-up Raising three kids. Yeah, before he turned 17. <laughs> yeah. Two, four. Well, I know about those three. Yeah, yeah. Those are the ones I was growing up. Yes. That's when I, I had to be did. an adult. And I, I did all right. I pretended to be a grown up with uh, Josh and his sister. Yeah. Not, I mean. Too bad right. you couldn't. I, tall. I was tall. You were, you were taller. <laughs> we'll go that way. You were taller. It took me a second to get that out. (laughs) (laughs) You were taller. I don't know how much more grown up, but you were taller. I think you digressed as you got older, actually. You were more mature when you were younger than 
as you got older. Well, yeah. I think you digressed. I did. because The amount of times I've heard your wife yell from the other room, Ryan, (laughs) (laughs) knock it off. I don't know. My kid's favorite game is always uh, Jungle Gym. Yeah, until you did it back to them and Josh started freaking the fuck out. Yeah, he didn't like that. (laughs) Though Josh uh, injured me pretty good. He bruised my sternum with his elbow. When he was like two. What were you doing to him? I wasn't doing anything. So I was. All right. So we were playing our game Jungle Gym, which is I just walk into the room and the kids are, you know, just sitting there staring at the TV. And you can't have kids like staring at a TV because studies say bad thing. TV. No. Well, no, that's how the dog's chain gets wrapped around the table and the candelabra tips over and lights the table on fire when you're watching The Simpsons. Fair point. (laughs) Fair but anyway, point. Uh, moving on from that very specific example. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Uh, so anyway, I walk into the room and I just stand there in front of the television and say, I'm not a jungle gym. And that was the kid's cue to jump all over me and treat me as a jungle gym. Uh-huh. Well, I told Josh he wasn't allowed to play because he was too little just being an ass because he always plays. And so me and Jenna were wrestling and Josh gets this idea to climb to the top of the couch. <laughs> By the way, not against the wall because we're safe people. It's give, sitting in the middle of our living room. Give you the people's elbow? Yeah, jump straight off of it, elbow directly into the sternum. And One of these doors, people's elbow. And that hurt <laughs> for over a month. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, hold on. It didn't always hurt just when I was taking a breath. So as long as I wasn't breathing. As long as you stopped breathing, you were good. It was tolerable as long as I, after the first week, as long as I wasn't breathing, I was okay. You know, it didn't hurt. So I just had to not breathe This is for a month. told the people what my nickname was at that time? Which one? That's when his nickname was Buddha Baby. He was a big baby. Because he was a fat bastard. And <laughs> Dr. Mike Sell said, I can't call him Buddha Baby. Because he'll grow up with a complex. And I was like, will he become like an axe murderer? And he's like, yeah, something like that. So I said, okay, I'm going to stop calling him Buddha baby. Come here, fat kid. So I called him fat kid. He's like, that's not exactly. I was like, you told me I'd call Buddha baby. And we left. And so that's how I got Josh, to be fat Josh kid. Josh may have been, you know, Buddha baby, but better than, you know, the weevil wobble of my son. Oh, God. His head was so much bigger than the rest of his body, even though he was a chunky baby. I remember calling my my mother up crying, and I was like, is his body ever going to grow into his head? <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on the heart? So, all right, we wake up in the morning, let's say. Yeah, and they, you guys all asked me what the hell happened, That's and I wasn't, You're, uh, I, I did, was done. Now, I, I think that the gravity of what was done was not lost upon anybody because gratuity was left for the staff, was it not? Yeah, Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like money dollars? No. Or, no. Not money dollars. <laughs> yeah, it was an eight ball, I think. Yep. Or two. Uh, it was at least an eight ball, if not a quarter ounce of Coke, sitting on top of the wood grain television. Yeah. They had fun with that one. <laughs> well, it was going to take a lot of energy to clean that room. And obviously, obviously, because, you know... H wasn't arrested later because, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was his ID that mm-hmm. rented the room. Yep. Whoopsie doodle. That that the cleaning person definitely took it. Oh, without say a question. Thing. So that cleaning lady was probably really happy, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That Whoever that got, I hope they. I mean, she probably got a raise and a promotion because oh, she probably yeah. ended up cleaning the whole hotel room in one day. Oh, probably the, the whole, whole hotel. She's yeah. cleaning Not a parking just lot she with just, a toothbrush. Yeah, she's, she's, <laughs> exactly. I'm good. Hold on, I'll be right back. My sinuses. <laughs> it's all right. It's just allergies. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever used that excuse. Uh, <laughs> Never. No. Not for the red eyes. Not for the runny nose. You know. No. None of it. It's Nobody uses. Fine. It's just allergies. <laughs> so uh, we get we get in the car. And we head back. Now, I have to tell you, my memory of the ride back is shaky. Icy. But uh, I recall chain-smoking camel whites. And that is about all I can recall. But there has never been. 
you know what? I don't talk to BK anymore and I don't talk to H anymore, but there has never been a situation where I have been with H and BK where stupidity did not occur um, at near epic levels. Um, I mean, just idling is somebody's best life, really. I mean, it was it was always a good time. Uh, amazingly, they're both still alive. Yes, yes, they are. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I had to think about it because I, I mean, I haven't heard anything about BK. I know I saw, H is still alive. I saw him the other day. Oh, did you? Yeah. Is he? How's the he look? Same. Same. The same. Is he still but trying? Really to, old. Well, yeah. I mean, is he still <laughs> trying to get sixteen-year-old girls yes, on the couch? Yes. Okay. I think he graduated to like nineteen now, though. That's very classy. He is getting older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just know the trip was very quiet on the way back. There was a lot of energy expended in the prior 24 hours. I think they just felt my ice cold. (laughs) Get me home. Mm -hmm. Vibe. Because I didn't even say a word. Oh, my God. And then I got back and that girl I was seeing at the time, the Tracy. The Tracy. Uh, one of the many, but that, that Tracy, that specific Tracy. Oh my God. She was so mad at me because she was like, I know for a fact you were doing drugs at that concert after you promised me you wouldn't. And I'm, you know, I was like, why would you think something like that? You know, trying the little deflection game. Yeah. Her uh, ex-boyfriend was there at the show and apparently he, he nerfed you out. Yeah. Cause I yelled at him, I guess. So if you listen to the prior episode, uh, the ex-boyfriend was smiley, the smiley face that came up yelling at me. And I was very confused at why a smiley face was not acting (laughs) and behaving in the appropriate manner for a smiley face, (laughs) to which I responded to the tirade. Yeah, whatever, smiley. (laughs) (laughs) That was verbatim what the Tracy told me that when, oh, fuck it, I didn't change that. So when Joe came up to you and tore into you about that because you weren't being a good Christian. You just said, whatever, smiley, and walked away. <laughs> and I was like, huh, he was there. Huh. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was a pretty good time. Oh, wait, I know. I, there's something I should do. I got to play a drop just because... This is in honor of uh, my gay skinhead friend who is clinging desperately to the closet. So my sexuality doesn't define me as a person. <laughs> Morning, Kokichi. How are you? Ooh, gay, 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 super high school level gay. Ooh, Well, I thought it made a good drop. That's a good one. You know, I mean, I have others, but they're not as good. Uh, Well, for what we're doing, I mean, I got stuff like. I tell you, you need to put a bomb under that building and blow it up. Interview I did with the Basins when I was pretending to be a grown up. (laughs) And I want you to know the same guy I also stole this drop from. That's not the right one. A man's quest in life is to provide for his family, grow their kids see their kids be successful and do some of the things that you're doing because hoping those are the right things. And I've done that successfully. See? Classy. Same guy who says he's going to put a bomb under that building and blow it up. Push it again. Uh, which one? Bomb. A man's bomb. quest in life huh? is to... Per- bomb? I tell you, you need to put a bomb under that building and blow that's it up. economy right there. That's, uh, sometimes you do have to blow up a building for family. Sometimes you got to blow up a building to save it, you know? See, uh, our, well, see the 90s Christmas the movies, point. Die Hard. Yes. <laughs> yes. Please see Die Hard. It is a Christmas movie, baby. Well, that was the whole point of, you know, Devil's Night and setting the buildings on fire and, you know, clear out the rubble, let things... Yes, uh, it was uh, officially... Regrow again, better, The, the city uh, uh, referred to it off microphone as, quote, urban renewal. Yep. <laughs> so, uh... It's the renewal all project. The, all the arson reports stop at 1995... Then there's no reports until 2005, which then they start recording arsons on Devil's Night. That is all. There is a space 
in the middle where I can't find anything. Well, I can tell you I was there. They there, just didn't it, write that shit down. It, yeah. They, it, it, <laughs> there were definitely... Oh, what did you do? I hit the shelf. Oh, okay. There was definitely buildings on fire. Oh, there was definitely fireworks. Yes. I don't know. I did not go around Detroit going, one, two, <laughs> three... <laughs> I, Three buildings on fire. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I pulled up the Detroit government, you, the government.gov uh, fire reporting su- report for the map of Detroit. It had over two, about 200,000 reports. It only goes back to 2016. Uh-huh. Is that weird? That's huh? <laughs> uh, it's almost like they don't want to talk about that no more. I don't so, think they wrote much back in '98. Nah, I, I think that for some reason they they probably did. It's just that their their uh-uh. time got tied up uh, uh, working on people that had ingested too many mushrooms all at once. No, it was dial up. Oh, they dial just up, couldn't yeah. finish the, the article. Yeah, because it was like you've got mail. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, is there any, anything else we want to cover on this Harpo's episode before I play us out? No, I think I think we covered that fairly well. I, I think so. And I just want to say, you know, this is such a classy family filled with wonderful people. <laughs> and it just warms my heart to see my son on this episode. My sister. And my... See, I didn't mean the nasty things that I said. Now, I, I love you, Sandra, and um, I'm a goddamn delight. Yeah, yeah, okay. You were a sweetheart. And <laughs> my dear friend, since I don't know, I was six, seven years old or some shit. Um, it's great to have you on here, and we can't wait to have you on again for our next recording, which will be the series on the Roundhouse. A uh, multi-part series that will be another probably kind of like how we are family turned out which was supposed to be 45 minutes and turned into like what five hour long episodes yeah i don't think you can do a roundhouse episode in 45 minutes no there's no fucking way i mean just just the night that uh princess charles decapitated himself is more than 45 minutes um heaven forbid we could talk for more than 45 minutes just about the crane uh we could talk Huh? I broke my toe. Yes. Or I mean I mean how we can have longer than that just on drunk LSD Floyd. The uh, meth roofer. Uh, I yeah. mean we yeah. could who is in love with our mother. Oh, oh big God. time. It's <laughs> gonna have as many parts as that place has walls. Oh my god. And, and walls. Yeah. There's only nineteen walls on the bottom floor of the house. And eleven on the second floor. I know you counted them for me. I hate it. <laughs> He's like, how is this possible? I'm like, they're all misshapen too. It's because the people who built it were uh, were in uh, the same state of mind as the Harpo's group that we just discussed. It's his autism. He gets to choose the hyper focus. This is true. (laughs) And that's fine. Case in point. (laughs) Fair point. Ash would count the stairs every time we went up it. So (laughs) I was like, every time you go up, you count the stairs. The number of stairs has not changed. Why do you need to keep... It's my issues. I will deal with it the way I want. You know what I just thought of? We could do more than 45 minutes just at the awkward moments my mom walked in just to check to see how I was doing and the reactions of everybody. Are we going to have her like come in and and make some commentary on that? She doesn't have to be on the whole episode, but... But just for the time she showed up? Yeah. You remember that one time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she... Picked some moments that were the most awkward as possible, but at the same time, we weren't doing anything entirely ignorant <laughs> at that exact freeze frame. Right. And I do mean at that exact freeze frame because we just weren't. We weren't. <laughs> I mean, even if Dylan was cooking at the time, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't at that specific time. <laughs> the water may have been boiling, but ingredients. All right. So anyway, that's our teaser of the Roundhouse series coming up uh, as soon as Sandra can make time in her busy schedule uh, to come back out here on a Wednesday, preferably. So because uh, your days off for Wednesday and Thursday, right, John? Yeah. OK, so, yeah, we definitely want to do it on a Wednesday, though. That'll suck for me because it's still a work night. So I might 
have to take a day off uh, after that. Oh, but poor baby. I, I got a lot of days <laughs> I still got to burn. So I could do like a take off like a Thursday and a Friday. And that way I have proper amount of time to recover because I'm old. I can't just wake up on the floor of a hotel room in the bathroom in the remnants of red Kool-Aid and get up and say, right on, we should leave a tip for the cleaning crew and get in the car and chain smoke on the way home. And by the time I see my girlfriend later, be like, yeah, of course I'm cool. What's up? I need time to recover. Cause I'm like, I stayed up five minutes late. Oh, I am so tired the next day. Cause I'm old as fuck. And Sandra yawns. Mm, yep. Way to cover your mouth though. Like a professional on a microphone. <laughs> I that do was, what I can. That was good work. That was really good work. All right. Uh, anything else anybody wants to add before we officially sign off? I'm good. Cool. Well, again, I just want to say thank you again to our special guests, my son Joshua, our dear friend Jenny, and Sandra, and me. We're here again. We're sorry about that. So anyway, we wish you all the best, and uh, good night. If you like the podcast you just heard, please like and subscribe. If you'd like to support the show, check us out at patreon.com slash pessimism and pop tarts. There are special benefits for members, such as ad-free listening, early access, and free and discounted merch for members. There's a plan for any budget, from tent campers to those of you MFers throwing around RV money. You can also get the latest updates on our website, pessimismandpoptarts.com. Whether you're a patron or just like the show, please tell your friends. And if you hate the show, you know what? Tell your enemies. Because frankly, they sound awesome. Anyway, until next time. But why can't you just be cool? Why do you?